The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. When we combine the enthusiasm we all have with the business skills and abilities we need to grow, learn, and prosper, we become better managers and leaders. It all starts here. And now, your host, Luis Vicente Garcia. And hello, it is a pleasure as always to welcome you to our show, Performing at Your Best Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. And I am your host, Luis Vicente Garcia, coming to you live from Caracas, Venezuela. My goal as every week is that we learn and implement new ideas that we require to reach our goals, be successful, and increase our businesses. And today, uh, talking about performance and leadership means we can generate new ideas and concepts for all our companies all over the world. I would like to hear from you and please send me your emails to CoachLuis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Connect with me through my social media, like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, or connect with me on LinkedIn. All of the links are below on the show's page. And today, not only are we going, we're going to speak about an incredible subject, which is leadership, but also with a friend of mine, Steve Olds. And uh, Steve, uh, I, I remember I met you late 2013. And he was actually speaking on, on the power of small business and leadership. And Steve is a, a combat-decorated F-15 Eagle fighter pilot. You will tell us about that later. And he moved into the private sector, very interestingly. And he served at every level of small business operations, including create, creating and funding ventures, build, building international sales teams, product development strategies. He's now leveraging more than two decades of his entrepreneurial experience as a visionary leader communicator, and he's the CEO of Patriot Mission, which is a U.S.-based leadership development company. Their mission, to rebuild America through the power of small business. So in order to talk about leadership and small business, welcome, Steve, to Performing at Your Best. Luis, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, and this is incredible. You and I met Three, four years ago, I I had the honor of speaking at one of your events in Boston, Massachusetts, at the Leadership Summit, and, and it was about all the Patriot mission, and you've been doing incredible work, not only through through the Patriot mission, but also what you do every single day. So, uh, but before we start, uh, I would like to ask you to, to set the listeners to as to who is Steve? Well, that's a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a big question, Luis. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I've been uh, I've been fortunate through my life to be able to pursue business and pursue leadership in lots of different ways. I'm I'm a blessed man to be able to pursue the opportunities that I've been given, and I love working with people. I love small business. I love being on the cutting edge. I love solving problems and helping people. Does that help? Well, yes, because, you know, solving problems is what actually entrepreneurs do every single day, right? That's right. If we don't solve problems, we're not making money, are we? 
<laughs> well, making money, <laughs> making a difference, making an impact, which is, uh, you know, something that brought me to, to have you as my guest on this, that for me is a very special show. It's our 51st show on the air. And we have talked about mindset and performance and leadership. And I remember something in particularly in particular that you mentioned, and, and I would like you to share the story, when you were commissioned to go to the Gulf War. And when I heard you speak for the first time, you said what you were doing on the airplane on the, on the flight there. So tell us a little bit about that if you want to share that story. Well, part of our scenario was I, I was an F-15 pilot with the U.S. Air Force, and we were part of what you might call a rapid response force. So as soon as the problems began to erupt in the Gulf, we were called to scramble our airplanes and, and begin to fly across the world to Saudi Arabia. So, in the process, part of the the challenge with that whole scenario is, you've, as your show indicates, it's all about mindset. And throughout that entire time, you know, you live your life practicing, hoping that you never actually have to go into combat. But the mindset, when the when the time comes when you have to step up and perform. You have to go through a mental mind shift, and that's really what happened to me in a lot of different ways throughout both the preparation and the actual combat flying in, in Desert Storm. And when you when you refer to the prepara- preparation, um, how do you see it now, 20 plus years later, what was required from you in order to prepare when the money called you to step up and perform? Well... I think a couple of things, Luis. Number one, the decisions that we make when we're in in the training environment, the decision that we are willing to follow our mentors and that we're willing to trust them because they know what they're talking about. One of the challenges that uh, some people face and many of the young pilots that, that I knew that folks that didn't even graduate from flight school, they washed out because they took the the mentoring from the instructor pilots too casually. They didn't work hard enough. They didn't practice hard enough. And there were there were folks that I worked with that, that were they were just absolutely committed to making sure that we knew how to operate our jet in this case or the business in, in lots of other cases to its maximum potential, which meant you had to decide you were going to focus, you were going to study, you were going to work harder than you ever thought. And then at the end of the day, once you had done everything you could possibly do, that you knew you were prepared. And so knowing that you're prepared, knowing that you're ready, knowing that you can call on that inner, that inner strength that's required for top level performance, it all starts back in the beginning with decisions we make. Does that make sense? It does because, you know, at the end it's a personal decision uh, to do what you can actually do, to do it better, to do it the best you can, to, to achieve that level of excellence that we see a lot of people not pursuing. And and so all, all the, probably all the preparation, did it actually prepare you to what happened in reality? You know, I, I could say that it did, Luis, but... 
when it came down to the fact that we were actually going to fight, because I never believed we would. I always believed that Saddam Hussein, who was a master manipulator, would not, uh, would not allow us to come in and take him out, simply because everybody was looking for a political solution. The taking of life, the, the combat experience is, is not something that anybody really wants to do. I don't care what they say in the movies. Mm-hmm. The best thing that we can do is come to a peaceful solution. But there comes a time when uh, you've exhausted the peaceful solution. And he had a deadline. The United Nations and the coalition gave him a deadline. And he basically just said, no, come get me. Yes. And so I was, I found myself in the position of, I was surprised. I mean, I was prepared, but I was surprised when he just said, okay, you know, to the largest military force since World War II, come get me. And, and obviously, you know, the rest is history. Yes, exactly. And, and in the process, you, you, you were preparing and you were to come back and, and you experienced so many things. So when did you... If I may ask this question, when did you when did you realize you were starting to develop leadership abilities and capabilities? Well, well, actually, Luis, it goes all the way back to the training. Um, I was I was blessed to have parents that taught me from as long as I can remember that I was being raised to be a leader. I was being raised, and so all the way through training and many of the different you know college experiences that I had leadership was always part of the study it was always part of the coaching that's interesting you mentioned part of starting and part of the coaching because um, you work as a mentor you have you have had an incredible mentor Michael Gerber and and but for those of us who work as coaches mentors teachers professors it is about going together with you all the way not just leaving you at the half of the wrong way because you know we all need to to finish what we do but more importantly now when you bring all those no all the knowledge back to 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 what you do now you said something at the beginning which was very important rapid response uh, force and do you that do you do that every day on your business uh, or do you see entrepreneurs having to respond very rapidly absolutely especially in this day and age. We live in, a, we live in a world, as you well know, Luis, that requires you pay very close attention, you observe very keenly, and most importantly, you have a leadership team around you of people that are also dialed into what's going on, whether that's in a small company, whether that's in a growing company or a team of companies working together toward an objective. It's crucial that people are paying attention so that you can make effective decisions and you can make them expeditiously. You don't want to make them haphazardly, but you want to be able to move expeditiously so you make the right call. Exactly. And, and it's rapid movement. It's, it's, it's fast decision making. Um, Steve, before we go into the break, if I may ask, how would you define Today, given all the, the knowledge and experience you have acquired, how would you define leadership? I, I tend to keep it real simple. Leadership is influence. Okay. Leadership is influence. John Maxwell talks about that. Yes. Leadership is influence. And at this, at this point in our 
global experience when you look at who is leading and who is following people with influence lead everybody else follows or tries to figure out what in the world's going on and one of the things you and i and so many incredible people have to do is you know first of all influence but also influence on the right side on the right decisions with their right principles and values but that's a subject we will cover on our following segment and steve we have to take a very short two-minute break and we will be right back excellent thanks luis comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Learn about the Mindset Revolution program. This is the training program that has been developed by Luis Vicente Garcia and Brian Tracy. There are two packages to choose from. You'll receive a complete 6-CD audio and action guide program or upgrade for just a few dollars more and you'll get the complete program mentioned plus two best-selling books and a 30-minute personal call with Luis Vicente Garcia. Visit LuisVicenteGarcia.com and take advantage of the Mindset Revolution program or our other programs. That's LuisVicenteGarcia.com. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific. Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Luis Vicente Garcia is a certified business performance coach with Focal Point Coaching, a company founded by Brian Tracy to help business owners and entrepreneurs increase their performance. Visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to take advantage of our free coaching assessment tools. Find out if coaching will work for you or your business and find out how to get a 30-minute coaching session absolutely free. Email Luis Vicente at lgarcia at focalpointcoaching.com or visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to get started on your next steps to success today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. If you have a question or comment about our program, your emails are always welcome. Send them to Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. That's Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Now back to Performing at Your Best. And welcome back. Today we are interviewing Steve Olds. Steve is a former F-15 Eagle pilot. And Steve, for those of us who are probably not familiar with the um, jets uh, on the military, can you tell us a little bit about the uh, characteristics and performance of an F-15? Well, Luis, do we have like three hours? (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you three minutes. (laughs) Okay, I'll do it less than that. An F-15 actually was uh, designed in the mid-70s, early to mid-1970s. 
The jet that I flew in Desert Storm was born in 1982, and it is a twin-tail airplane with two big engines with 10 stages of afterburner, and its primary role is air-to-air combat. That is, in Desert Storm, when the Iraqis would take off to uh, defend their airspace, our job was to shoot them down. So the F-15 won 35 to nothing in uh, Desert Storm. Okay. When, when you say it's a high-performance jet uh, with uh, the 10-speed 10, 10 busters engines, that's a very nice thunderstorm on your back. That's right. Yeah, that's just a little punctuation for the afternoon. So, so that's, that's, yes, exactly. That's how your engine might sound. <laughs> how, how long in advance were you uh, in? Did you need to take care of everything in the plane in order just to take off? Well, I'll tell you what it was like when we used to sit what's called alert. So we would we would prepare our airplane and we would be in an alert, they called it an alert facility that sat right at the end of the runway in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. So that when we got a phone call, we had we had to be airborne from a dead sleep within five minutes. So we we, we would sleep in our flight suit and our G-suits, and when that phone rang, we just woke up and started running to the airplane, which was all prepared. And so we would would get in it, we would pull the starter, we would drop the canopy, we would put our ejection seat handle to hot, and we would be at 400 miles an hour by the end of the runway. And how many people were involved in doing all of that, all the preparation, all the coordination, logistics, just to see you take off? So there were about, and and I'm using round numbers, about 30 pilots, and we had about 400 maintainers and supply people just in our immediate organization. So there was a huge number of people involved, and and that doesn't count the supply chain or many of the other logistical elements. A huge team. Exactly, and it's an incredible team. And the reason I, want to, I wanted to point this out is that uh, you were probably a single pilot flying all over the desert, but you had over 400 people that took care of you from right. you know, gas and, and logistics and making sure the airplane uh, was working properly and everything so that actually the phone rang and, and you were up in and out of the uh, airborne in five minutes. In the previous segment, you mentioned about the importance of the leadership team. So I want to tie these two concepts together. Uh, There's a lot of people, your staff, your team members, people who support you. And there are also uh, the leadership part of that team, which will actually make the hard decisions. So how do you combine those two teams together? That's a great question, Luis. One of the things that I think about in terms of leadership is really on a continuum basis. In other words, I expect everybody that I work with from the youngest person, and in the, in the military case, that was my young crew chief. I had a young crew chief named Scott who was probably 19 or 20 years old. And then the, there was an older crew chief who'd been around a number of years, and he really knew the airplane well. Those two guys knew my airplane inside and out. All three of our names were on that plane. Okay. And, I, and I told them, you guys are part of my leadership team because without you, I don't have anything to fly. You, mm-hmm. I, I depend on you to tell me exactly what you see. You don't have to sugarcoat it. You tell me exactly what you're thinking. And then we can make decisions together. 
And, and you can also count on me that when I bring this airplane back, if something's not working right, if it's not operating exactly the way it should, I'm going to tell you and I'm going to trust you that if you can't fix it, you're going to find other members of your team, your maintenance team that can. And that's how we work in business as well. Exactly. So now let's try to start tying together your experience from the Air Force, your experience flying this kind of uh, incredible jets, which I happen to, to see uh, not only flying, but in a museum. But putting it now together in the context of what you and I do every single day, we work with the small businesses, we work with mid-sized uh, companies, we work with the people, which is actually the ones that make up all the companies. How would you define a leadership in, in business? Well, Luis, I, I look at it in a similar fashion. In other words... For a company to succeed, there's gr- there must be a strong leadership ethic all the way throughout the organization. In other words, some entrepreneurs that you and I have both met through the years believe that they are the ones that make everything happen. And they're typically the ones that fall apart the fastest. Yes, they are. So it is, in my view, critically important to build a leadership spirit in the organization from the person that's brand new to the chairman of the board and the chief executive officer. So from my perspective, what I like to do is engage people and let them know that there is a leadership track because we're building a leadership team. And in our case, I want to build a bold leadership team, meaning that I expect people to step up and challenge everybody else on the team, not disrespectfully, but done in a way that is appropriate, that is in context, that allows us all to grow. Yes. That's how I see it. And and growing together, then you realize, yes, there are two key leaders, uh, as you mentioned in your team, but then everybody in the team is important, the young, the old, the experienced, the inexperienced, everybody in the team is important. So now continuing with this, you know, I, I just want to tie your experience in the military now your experience in, in, in business what would you say are the three main characteristics of that business owners need to face to them? actually then let me rephrase the question what would you, would you say are the three main characteristics of business owners and entrepreneurs today well I, I think uh, there's probably a, a couple of things that are really important number one you've got to be very flexible. Uh, Business owners today have got to keep, we used used the term flying the jet that was called keep your head on a swivel. Always, you're always looking around. You're always checking behind you, checking in front of you, making the path clear. And you're communicating that. So I have to be flexible as a leader. And that's a mindset. I also have to be very good at communicating what I'm seeing And one of the things that I've learned, especially in recent years, is that as a young leader, you tend to think everything and keep it to yourself, mainly because you're not sure whether it's ready to be shared or not. What I've learned is that you can't really screw up by sharing more information and communicating better with your team because they have more information to operate on as well. So when, when you have a very flexible approach and you communicate well and then you develop you have to be able to trust your team if you if there's no trust there is no leadership there's nothing you have tyranny so 
I must have a scenario where there is a trust built up in the organization so that we can work together, we can fly together, we can pursue a vision together. And, and, and trust, of course, is, is not only a value, it's a key element of success. It's one of the elements that will tie together companies and teams and allow them to go through the hardest difficulties, the hardest situation or the most difficult ones that we have all encountered, right? Absolutely. And you probably have talked about on your show uh, one of the great business books of all time by Stephen Covey called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yes. It's a classic. And I read it when I was in the Air Force. And I'll never forget one of the things he talked about is that people need to be trustworthy. But part of the challenge I see in business is people don't understand what it means to be trustworthy because that requires two things. It requires character and competence. So there are a lot of young people right now that have a, a ton of experience and are much more trustworthy in social media than I am because they have strong character, but they have amazing competence to do things that I, it would take me 20 years to learn. Yes, so exactly. that's important. When, when we see today what is happening, as I said during the beginning of the show, that we live in a First of all, we live in a globalized world. Uh, you are in Florida, I'm in Venezuela. Uh, we have listeners all over the world. But also we live in, in a very fast-paced world. And of course, that's a, probably a, a, a phrase everybody uses. But in reality, that's what actually happens. When I'm in Venezuela, and, and it may take forever to, to, to register a company, Mexico, for example, launched a, a program by which you can register your company online and you get the, the document the next day. Uh, same in New Zealand. Uh, you go to the you know the company registry and 24 hours later, you have your documents. So that speed uh, implies not only for us on the business side, but also for everybody else, from government institutions, organizations, to adapt to this fast-paced uh, environment that we live in. And, and you know, you work with very, very small business owners or, uh, or and small business owners. Why, why do you think people still want to become an owner? Freedom. Freedom. They want freedom. Uh, the opportunity to control your destiny, the opportunity, and as our mutual friend Michael Gerber says, most people become small business owners not by design, but because they they – Per, they're good at something, and then they do what Michael calls having an entrepreneurial seizure. In other words, they make an emotional decision to fire their boss and go to work for themselves, except they end up working for a lunatic because that lunatic doesn't really know what they're doing. But the emotional element that drives them to do that is the pursuit of freedom, the pursuit of being able to make their own decisions and make their own calls. Yes. That's that's, a, that's, that's what happens, and sometimes that's not well advised. Other times, when it's done in an orderly fashion and you know what you don't know, then you're in good shape. That's the importance of mentorship and leadership like you've been discussing. One, one of the um, incredible things I, I got from, from your leadership summit in Boston is that I was able to meet Michael. And, of course, you, you refer to Michael as your, your mentor, I refer to Michael as an incredible person. I probably met with him two, three times um, afterward. His comments are always very sharp, very direct. 
but very uh, well. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. But very, you know, but very clear on what he's expecting from you. And you were saying something earlier that uh, you expect excellent performance from everybody in your team. This is what Michael probably expected from you, from me, when I had the incredible opportunity of joining him in a in a in a in a twelve week program. But then, you know, uh, one of the books I always recommend to my clients and to students is uh, Michael E. Gerber's uh, book, which is called The E-Myth, Revisited. And, and you went through a whole deal of processes with him. And, and we have talked, of course, about mentorship. How important was a mentor like Michael in what you do today? Well, I can tell you that um, over the last t- three Saturdays, two Saturdays, I've been in our phone calls, private mentorship with Michael, who is still and being as tough a mentor on me now as he ever was. So I believe mentorship is a lifetime commitment. I'm, I want to help others, but I want to learn from people that can teach me things that, that have developed. I mean, Michael will turn 80 years old on June 20th. Exactly. He's an amazing man. But he gives and he loves to give people, as the old phrase goes, when the student's ready, the teacher will appear. And, and what I find over and over again, Luis, is so many people who need mentorship think they know it and they turn themselves off, which is a big mistake. Yes, it is. And, of course, I have recommended Michael's book to, to a lot of people and, again, here uh, on several occasions. And I'll never get tired of that, you know, recommending Michael E. Gerber's Emith revisited along with his other books, but that one particular, it's it's an incredible book, and and you are proof, Steve, of what we are just <laughs> talking about. We have to come into our second break, and I would like to invite our listeners to take a look at the show links where you can read the books and CD programs that I have created, and we'll see you back in two minutes. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Luis Vicente Garcia is a certified business performance coach with Focal Point Coaching, a company founded by Brian Tracy to help business owners and entrepreneurs increase their performance. Visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to take advantage of our free coaching assessment tools. Find out if coaching will work for you or your business and find out how to get a 30-minute coaching session absolutely free. Email Luis Vicente at lgarcia at focalpointcoaching.com or visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to get started on your next steps to success today. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. Learn about the Mindset Revolution program. This is the training program that has been developed by Luis Vicente Garcia and Brian Tracy. 
There are two packages to choose from. You'll receive a complete six-CD audio and action guide program. Or upgrade for just a few dollars more, and you'll get the complete program mentioned, plus two best-selling books and a 30-minute personal call with Luis Vicente Garcia. Visit LuisVicenteGarcia.com and take advantage of the Mindset Revolution program or our other programs. That's LuisVicenteGarcia.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution, with Luis Vicente Garcia. If you have a question or comment about our program, your emails are always welcome. Send them to Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. That's Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Now back to Performing at Your Best. And welcome back to Performing at Your Best. I hope you're able to see the links and banners on the products, books, and CDs that you can find throughout the show's page. And today, of course, we're talking with Steve Alls. And Steve Alls is not only, as I said, a former uh, F-15 pilot, he, he's also the founder and CEO of Patriot Mission. And as I said earlier at the beginning, it is, it is a U.S.-based leadership development company with a mission, a very incredible mission to rebuild America through the power of small business. So, Steve, when did you start having that dream? And I know you went through the dreaming room with Michael. <laughs> but but uh, when did you start having that dream and how did it turn into reality? Well, Luis, back at the end of 2010, I had finished a number of projects and I was – you know what it's like when you start to look at all the what's next on your plate and you lay all the things out on your desk and you start to scratch your head and say, what project do I want to pursue? I'm sure you've been there and had that experience, haven't you? Yes, I have. <laughs> so part of what happened for me in January of 2011, I was in that process and I just finished up all the projects. I was sitting at my desk where I am tonight and I... I was having one of those moments where I, I had several options on the table and I just didn't know what was next. And, and I just quietly bowed my head and I said, Lord, show me, show me what's next here. And at the very moment that I asked for that, right behind me, there was a radio playing and the top of the hour news came on. And that news said that that happened to be January 16, 2011, which was at the time the 20th anniversary of the launch of Desert Storm. And I was immediately remembering what it was like, as we described in the first segment. And what came to my mind was, I can't believe, just like I didn't believe Saddam Hussein was going to invite us to invade, I can't believe I'm sitting here watching my fellow Americans sit back and let our country be destroyed economically. And so the, 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 that little still small voice in me came up and said, well, what are you going to do about it? To which I responded by laughing out loud at my desk. And then I heard it again. And, and the question, what are you going to do about it? And, and the answer that immediately came to my mind was, well, why don't we just rebuild America through the power of small business? I had no idea what it meant, but it was there. And, I, and that seemed like a pretty exciting thing. So let's just get after it and get started. So that's how it all began. And, and, of course, it, it was a very long process. You and I have talked about, you know, several times. And, and I remember 
that in one of those occasions, in one of those conversations, we were talking about that people take things for granted. And in our case in Venezuela, well, it's, it's hard to explain that we we already forgot what it takes to, to, to what it is to take uh, to take things for granted. But you know, you're you've been, you're talking about uh, team members. You're talking about the entrepreneur who thinks they know all. Uh, probably we don't have a purpose or a mission. And then you created an incredible book, which actually I would recommend to everybody: the uh, Patriot Vision Story. And just the title suggests it was a story. It was your story that that you were uh, telling us what you did and ended up with an incredible book. So how did you then change from that vision, uh, let's rebuild America through the power of small business, to an incredible book and now to what you do? Well, Luis, it's been a long process, and I, I will be the first to tell you that um, – I've only played a part in it. There have been a number of great people that have been essential from, we have over 20 members of a board of advisors. We have a corporate team. Greg Land was my co-founder who was uh, a, a naturalized immigrant from South Africa. A lot of people with a lot of passion, but together we all began to see some of the challenges in our country. Uh, people taking for granted that uh, capitalism and free enterprise um, are not bad things. And there are a lot of people that um, have played political games and done all sorts of things that we don't have time to get into tonight. But we, we wanted, much like you do, to look at the positive. How can we focus on a specific challenge, namely the economic challenges we face in our country? And America is on a similar track to Venezuela. If with the with the debt that we have and the promises to pay certain bills, we cannot pay. If we don't change something, we're in trouble. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people would just prefer not to talk about it. I would I would rather just go have a cocktail and uh, live happily ever after. The only problem is our kids are going to pay the price for that lack of leadership. Yes. So that was that was really how it really began to catch fire. Uh, I, I am I uh, I. I recommend a lot of people uh, when I have a chance to, you know, look at what the United Nations has done uh, on on goals. And they had a set of goals in the late 80s. Then they had the Millennium Goals over 20, oh, in the year 2000. Now, last year, they launched the um, 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 goals for, for, you know, for sustainability for 2030. And, and there you see what the UN is actually all about, uh, how it has changed. And you said something very important. It's, it's about sustainability. It's not using all the resources, not using all the natural resources or, or, or earth or, you know, it's, it's using everything but with respect and also planning ahead because our children and our grandchildren will be here on this earth as well. So sustainability is coming to become an important part of everything that we need to do, uh, the, United, the United Nations is doing. And, and, you know, when you say about, when you talk about sustainability from the business side, from the um, small business, how do you see that? How do you tell people to, that they need to focus on sustainability? Well, it's real simple. I, I, I like to keep things simple, which is basically that if, if we don't sustain free enterprise, you stop creating wealth. 
if we don't sustain the capability to solve problems, as we talked about in the earlier segment, support others' goals, save time and money, there is no more money. There is nothing happening because governments by themselves do not have a method of production. You can look at the at the challenges that many countries face right now when they overburden their producers. And what happens? You 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 begin to steal the dream. You begin to take the incentive to produce away. And then what happens? More and more people suffer. So to sustain strong capabilities, you have to sustain free enterprise. The challenge is that for those of us that are sustaining free enterprise and building strong leadership teams, there tends to be a conflict with those that would prefer to control us. So a lot of people want to keep the business and political spectrum separate, but in fact, they're all connected. You can't have one without the other. What you have to be able to do is understand the truth. And we can do that by really understanding numbers and by by really understanding motivations and what's at the heart of people around the world, which is the opportunity to make their own decisions and live their life to their maximum capability. And that is incredible. And, you know, I just, a question just occurred to me because, you know, we are in graduation times. We are in commencement ceremony times. If you were invited to speak to a group of graduating seniors, what would you tell them today? What recommendations would you give them? I would tell them to play full out. Right now, a lot of people are, they lag back and they want to watch and they want to put their headphones on and they want to tune out and they want to let somebody else take care of them. I say, step up. I say get in the game and play full out because a lot of people don't understand. We've we've come to trivialize life. We look at all the crazy things that happen around the world and people just shrug their shoulders. I suggest you give your head a shake and get in the game. Play big ball. People want to be led. There are millions of people around the world that are begging for leaders, leaders who are going somewhere, leaders with a vision. It doesn't mean we know how to do everything. Quite to the contrary, I know you and I have both launched initiatives with no real idea how we were going to get it done. You've been in this radio program for a year now. Did you know how you were going to get it all done, Luis, when you started? No. Never done it before. (laughs) That's right, but you did it anyway. You got in the game and you play full out. You take your message to the people around the globe to step up and lead and change your mindset. That's what you do. That's what I would tell them at commencement. Well, that that's an incredible message, not only for graduating seniors. It, it is an incredible message for everybody, for, for managers, executives, entrepreneurs, owners, students, for everybody. So thank you, Steve, for, for sharing those uh, incredible messages that we can all use, actually. We can all use uh, your ideas, you know, playful out, step up, get in the game, and, and actually do it strong, which is what you just mentioned. People don't do it today. People lay, lay back and people just wait. That's right. And I would also add to that that a lot of our older citizens are from around the countries. They know a lot of stuff and they're being taken for granted. And I would say go ask a lot of questions. Our young people need to go talk to the people that have been there and done that and learn what they can while those people are still on the earth. 
the incredible thing that uh, you just mentioned is that these are men and women of all ages that went through so many things. They went through, you know, they've been through history. They've been through lessons. They've been through their own experiences. They know so much, and yet, as you said, we push them aside because it's, you know, usually it's the younger who knows. Actually, it's both. The younger has the speed, the flexibility, as you were saying earlier. The older will have the knowledge, the patience, and the desire to, to, to give a hand, to lend a hand, to, to, to help. So combining these two uh, alternatives will be an incredible possibility of growth for everybody. That's right, and, and that creates sustainability, doesn't it, Luis? Yes, it does, it does. Uh, Steve, we have to come into our final break, and I would like to invite our listeners to visit my webpage, LuisPresenteGarcia.com, where you can find information on the training, speaking, and the coaching services that I provide, and we will be back in two minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Learn about the Mindset Revolution program. This is the training program that has been developed by Luis Vicente Garcia and Brian Tracy. There are two packages to choose from. You'll receive a complete six CD audio and action guide program or upgrade for just a few dollars more and you'll get the complete program mentioned plus two best-selling books and a 30-minute personal call with Luis Vicente Garcia. Visit LuisVicenteGarcia.com and take advantage of the Mindset Revolution program or our other programs. That's LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Luis Vicente Garcia is a certified business performance coach with Focal Point Coaching, a company founded by Brian Tracy to help business owners and entrepreneurs increase their performance. Visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to take advantage of our free coaching assessment tools. Find out if coaching will work for you or your business and find out how to get a 30-minute coaching session absolutely free. Email Luis Vicente at lgarcia at focalpointcoaching.com or visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to get started on your next steps to success today. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. If you have a question or comment about our program, your emails are always welcome. Send them to Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. That's Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Now back to Performing at Your Best. And welcome back. And in my webpage, you will be able to find information on the business coaching, the speaking and training that I offer. And remember that I'm here to hear comments and ideas. So write to my email, CoachLuis at 
Luis Vicente Garcia at the thumb. We've been having an incredible hour hour with Steve Alls. You know, uh, Steve, your message of play playful out, step out, get into the game. It's it's an incredible combination. That it's a, a preamble of my question to you. How would you define success, or how do you def- would you define business success? Well, Luis, it's a, that's a great question. I, I really focus on success in terms of the goals we've set. So, for example, uh, a lot of people get hung up in success being a certain amount of money or a certain status. I, I like to look at success as, for example, you, you've got a particular dream, right? Michael taught us a dream, a vision, a purpose, and a mission. I have a dream to lead Americans to rediscover the shining city on a hill. And for those of us in the United States, that takes us all the way back to the founding of America. That that dream, succeeding at that dream is not something that's going to happen in, in a couple of years. That will take the rest of my life and probably the life of my kids and grandkids. Yes. So, But on a practical level, we have to be able to define success if we're launching a product, if we're starting and creating a new app. We have to know ahead of time what what does success mean for that project or that division of the company and be very specific and define it in terms of market penetration, in terms of economic results, in terms of impact to the consumer. What is it that you want? And, And that combination of success points can then be accumulated to measure the success of an organization, a division in a company, or a company at large. Yes. And when you understand prior to what you're going to do, everything that is required, then you realize that things will change. You need to adapt. You need to be flexible. But also, you need to have your mind, your mindset to everything that you want to achieve. And I know you and I um, have talked about this many times, and you came up with an idea to write actually about the power of small business and it will be a book, right? That's right. That's right. It's um, and, and we've been flexible on the development of that. Actually, Luis and I spoke <laughs> about that several years ago. And the idea at the time was to write a book that uh, really captured the essence of the stories. And I talk about the power of small business. You are the power of small business. You and the way your mind thinks of things and what you see through your eyes, that that power, that vision is what drives small business. So we're writing a book called The Power of Small Business, inspirational short stories of entrepreneurs who are rebuilding not only America, but rebuilding entrepreneurship around the globe. And that's one of the reasons that Luis and I get along famously because we have a common passion and my purpose in America is that we've got to get our house in order. But at the same time, we want to inspire our nation. We want to help people locally, but we want to influence global entrepreneurship. Because when we work together around the globe, we can support a lot of goals, solve a lot of problems, save time and money. But that only happens if we effectively share what I believe need to be short stories that penetrate the heart, that penetrate the mind of that entrepreneur at an inspirational level that makes me want to do as we spoke about in the last segment, which is play full out, get in the game, and do not quit. And and, and it, is, it is so important that you are probably referring to the U.S. I might be referring to Latin America. All, all our listeners from different parts in the world, six continents, they, they feel the same. And I have to tell you that 
from the emails I receive, uh, from the comments I get, they feel the same because it is through small businesses, through the private sector that we create employment, that we generate new ideas, products, concepts, new service. And this is what growth is all about, development. And it, it will, in most of the time, come, of course, with the support from organizations, institutions, and the governments that we all have throughout the world, but it will basically come from the private sector, right? Absolutely. With the private sector is where wealth is created. Yes. Wealth, wealth is only consumed by governments. So, uh, and not that that's always a bad thing, because it's not. Governments need money to operate. The balance of who makes those decisions and what they do with our cash is a whole nother conversation. Exactly. We will take that into another time. But Steve, <laughs> it's, been, it's been, you know, an incredible hour. And I want people to get in touch with you. So where can they get you? Right now, the easiest thing to do is go to patriotmission.com. Patriotmission.com. You'll find a number of uh, stories there. You'll also find some information about a free ebook we have called Making America Strong Again. You can also follow us on Twitter at, at Patriot Mission. Well, uh, it's incredible, and I will recommend people to, to follow you, to join you, to see what you do in the U.S., but also to see how we can all implement your ideas and, and concepts that you have thoroughly worked out in different ways throughout the world. And Steve, it's been a real honor to have you on the show today and also to have you share your stories because it's about storytelling, sharing your stories. As you said, the power of small business will have stories from entrepreneurs from different sides, different places. And, and it's just by sharing our stories that we connect with other people, right? Amen, brother. That's exactly what it is. And well, it's it's so important to be able to do that, and I I really appreciate your generosity and having me on the call. Well, it, it's been an incredible show, new ideas, concepts, and Steve, thank you so much for for being my guest today, particularly in the fifty first show that we are celebrating today. That's awesome, Luis. I can't wait to see you again real soon. We will, we will, and for all of our listeners out there, uh, well, it's been a real pleasure to share with you this hour on performance, mindset, and today on leadership, that I hope has given you new insights, ideas, and perspectives. We are all entrepreneurs, so go ahead and do it. As Steve was saying earlier, playful out. It's, uh, that's what we're here for. I am your host, Luis Vicente Garcia, and I would like to invite you to visit my webpage at LuisVicenteGarcia.com, read the articles on EntrepreneurPerformance.com, or connect with me through the social media that you see on the show's page. My email is CoachLuis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com, and thank you for joining us today in another episode of Performing at Your Best Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia, and as always, have an excellent and a very successful week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. Please join us again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And this coming week, find your passion in your business. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america business channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericabusiness.com 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 